Welcome back to another episode of Only One Call Away. Today we're going to be talking about how we pull ourselves out of a funk. Now, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) So the healthy things that I do to pull myself out of a funk would be... I go for a walk. I get my vitamin D. Um, if I can, I go to the beach because I just love the ocean and I really enjoy car rides by myself, you know. Yeah. Um, some Sometimes when people ask me, I'm like, fuck, no, you can't come with me. I'm sorry. My sister. <laughs> so, yeah, I go for my walks. I try to go to the beach. I hold a lot of stress in my chest and, like, in my heart. So I just have to remember to breathe because I hold my breath a lot for some reason yeah. I it feels like I'm feels like I'm bracing myself for something you know so whew, I just learn how to breathe but and then I have the unhealthy things but we gonna get to that later what do you do Melanie I wrote a couple things down but one thing that I try to do is I try to clean my space like my mm, yes when I'm in a funk, when I think of funk, I think of like in a depressing mood for a, this could be like a couple days, couple weeks, maybe a month. Sometimes it's that extreme, but my room will start to get messy because it takes like a lot of energy for me to clean it when I'm in a funk. So if I clean my space, I feel more organized. Like my, I feel like my life is coming together. Yeah, it's like decluttering just cleansing my space and then after I'll do like I'll light some candles and I'll do sage as well just to cleanse my own energy and then the energy in my room in my space Mm -hmm. another thing that I do is I listen to podcasts yeah yeah Heinz we going to shout them out one more time. <laughs> <laughs> so, is it like, sometimes when I'm in a funk, like, I can listen to, you know, self-development resources and tools. But sometimes I just love to listen to, like, crime episodes or people just mm. talking their shit. Like, that yeah. absent-minded podcast talk where they're not talking about anything and you don't have to think about anything. I love that. Yeah, I like that too. No, honestly, when I'm in a funk, I like to listen to, like, drama online. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, on YouTube. But I noticed that that is not healthy because over time, like, you're just sucking in that all that negative energy that pushes me back. Because when mm-hmm. I'm trying to get out of the funk, I don't need that. Mm-hmm, yeah. I need something more, like, uplifting or something that will guide me. So that's why I listen to, like, the self-love, self-development podcast. But that's only when I'm to the point where I'm like, okay, yeah, I need to, I recognize I'm in a funk, and I'll, I need to get out of it, you know? Mm-hmm. But versus when I'm in the funk, it's different. What I what I listen to, what, what I consume through the media. 
yes i totally agree like sometimes trash tv is just too consuming like i watched love and hip-hop atlanta and it was like cool whatever and then i tried to watch hollywood and i was like nah this is this is too much like this is why i love the office but anyway yeah another another thing i was gonna say sorry no okay go first say it again you know what i was gonna say like I, I watched, like, Bad Girls Club fights. Oh, <laughs> my like God. It's, like, a guilty pleasure. I don't know why. But yeah. I'll rewatch those. Or I'll watch, like, drama on other YouTubers. Or conspiracy theories as well. Those are interesting, but those can also be packed with a lot of hidden negative energy as well. Mm-hmm. But, but you know what? I think it's just, like there's a section on hulu called human interest and that's like intervention and reality shows i just think it's interesting to see how people operate especially on shows like fucking 90 day fiance or married at first sight yeah (laughs) yeah i think another thing that i really really enjoy doing i love taking a fucking shower in the morning and at night it's just so cleansing i know the hot water is not good for my skin but i enjoy the fuck out of it and then to exfoliate and you light your candles i used to shower with my crystals and shit i need to get back into it yeah like self-care that was on my list too Mm -hmm. self-care is because if you embody looking good and taking care of yourself you'll eventually start to feel it internally yeah yeah so those are the those are typically the healthy things that i do i eventually want to include cooking and other grown-up shit but as of right now i'm gonna just go to the draft (laughs) so um i mean okay i know that you you sorry I know that you cry in the mirror while you're twerking, but I don't think that would <laughs> count as unhealthy things to do. So do you have any, like, um, coping mechanisms that you're trying to work through? Hmm. Things that get me out of the funk, though, that I do, that are mm-hmm. unhealthy? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to let you think about it. So, <laughs> So some of the unhealthy things that I do is... I like to smoke my little weed, you know, just like light a joint, look at the pretty lights and stuff, watch a movie, some chill shit. Mm-hmm. I like to get my drink on. Um, and we could keep it classy or we could go out. Because one coping mechanism I had for a long time was dancing, like going out to dance before the pandemic mm-hmm. and just like... I would get my adios and my shots and I'll just go crazy. But I think that was more of like escapism. Like I worked mm-hmm. so hard during the week that Friday's here. I need to get the fuck out and go dance. Or Saturday's here. I need to get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Go dance. Um, and the last thing on my list is I go get laid to get myself out of a funk. Mm-hmm. And honestly, sometimes I should be working. Sometimes, yeah. I, I used to do that. <laughs> but it would be like to get out of a funk about another guy. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but then, honestly, from my experience, um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that too much of it can be bad. 
Yes, it How could. It's easily. I think um, you could easily use it as a crutch. And granted, I have before, but now I'm more cautious about it. So I take in moderation. When I think of getting out of a funk, though, I don't know why I think of it as being in your own solitude, though, instead of being around other people. But that could just be a personal thing, because I know you can get out of a funk by just hanging out with, like, your best friend or something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. having a good time with them. It's because Melanie's a grown-ass bitch, okay? So no. she don't need that assistance. <laughs> not that. It's not no, I'm, no, I... <laughs> I totally get what you mean, though. I think there's just, like, different types of funks, you know? So, like, yeah. sometimes it's like, we're not talking... Okay, this is... I don't know if this is correct, but, like, a funk isn't, like every day you feel like this for like four months you know then that's like okay something may be wrong mentally oh god i don't know if we could include that but um but you know what i mean like like yeah a walk isn't gonna help you you really have to like do that work like that shadow work and stuff but i think it's sorry i think it's awesome that you when you think of it you go to time with yourself and really working through that and my healthy list that's what i do you feel me walk i go on a little walk myself go to the beach breathe but when it comes to the unhealthy things like yeah i like my little i like having my little accessories to to help me out (laughs) but does it genuinely make you feel better in the moment i'm not not trying to like press you about it i'm just like no honestly want to know no, honestly, that's why it's under the unhealthy portion. You feel me? Because they're all very temporary highs. Smoking, temporary high. Drinking, yeah. temporary high. Going out and dancing. That only lasts a night, you know? Getting dick, like, that lasts an hour, maybe four. But then what? <laughs> Depending on the day. But... But yeah, that's why it's like, it's under the unhealthy things. It's just, maybe that's why it's been harder for me to be on my ultimate self-care, self-maintenance things, because I've been giving into more of my vices. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, my New Year's resolution was to cut down on smoking. I'm gonna let you know I have not done that. Um, I cut down on drinking, cut down on going out, obviously, cut down on dick but i'm still i'm still talking to someone who wasn't good for me you know what i mean so yeah so yeah but you know it's fine it's like if i were to just cut it out cold turkey right now i know that i would go back so it's one of those things where you really have to be ready to let it go yeah Mm -hmm. i agree so yeah we're only human and it's normal to do unhealthy things just just try to be smarter bitch and i'm talking to myself whenever i talk into this microphone i'm literally talking to myself like just be a little bit smarter you could go do your little things but don't go crazy i just thought of uh, one of my unhealthy ones actually i would try to work through it 
Yeah. Like actually work, like work, like nine to five work. Yeah. Oh, I'm in a funk. No, I just need more money. Let me just yeah. pick up more hours. Distract myself. Escapism. Yeah. I'll do that, but then I'll, but then I'll feel miserable about like being there all the time, you know, and feeling mm-hmm. like I, I'm not living. Yeah. Because it sounds good, like, you think that it'll make you feel better, you're being productive, your bank account is being fed, like, oh, I'm hustling, yada, yada, but at the end of the day, that shit is still not sitting right in your heart. Mm-hmm. It's because I won't balance work and my personal sometimes. Sometimes my week will just consist of me mostly being at work. Mm-hmm. And then I get maybe two hours to myself at night. It's just yeah. me scrolling on my phone, like, looking at what everybody else is doing. So, yeah. That's crazy. But I don't think you you do that anymore. Like, I don't think you use it as a tool to get out of a funk. I think recently I have been. Really? Trying to work more. Yeah, because I think that... It's so weird because I think that being productive will take me out of the funk. But really, I'm just, I'm in the funk, but I'm still being productive. Like, mm-hmm. it's weird. If I, when I stop, when I stop working, when I stop, you know, working on other things or working out or anything like that, I'm just like, damn, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm still tired. I'm doing these things, and I'm still tired. Yeah. Mentally. I don't know how to add on to that. That's very sad, bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, really, because... No, I'm realizing this right now mm-hmm. with you. Have you been it's writing? like every... Um, no. Nope. It's hard to write when things are good, though. I will say that. And when you're exhausted. But I think because the writing kind of feels like like I'm trying to make it my career. Mm-hmm. So now it feels like it's, it's not as enjoyable or freeing as it used to be. Yeah. Because I honestly, that was on my list, poetry, like writing poetry, of getting me out of a funk. Because then I could just write however I feel and then feel good about how the piece sounds and post it and release it but now I feel like I'm writing just to be in the algorithm mm-hmm. so now it's I'm limited that way because of that fear of being like forgotten well not, girl let me tell you, you know, bitch we not in the algorithm to be forgotten anyway so not in the algorithm at all that's why I yeah we are we are but it's crazy because i do find that it's hard for me to write something and not want to share it you know and a part of me is Mm. a part of me is like this is a little too much like should i share each and everything that i write but i know that people will appreciate it so i don't i'm having a hard time figuring out what to share and what not to share but Melanie, I think your I think your followers miss you and they would love to hear but whatever the fuck you have to say. 
I, I'm the opposite of you. It's like I'll write something and be like, this isn't good. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like that before. It was just like, I'm just writing. Yeah. Now you're and overly like, oh, hard no, on yourself. Like, do people, will people like this? And now it's, it is something that still helps me get out of a funk, but now it's more so like, okay, this got me out of the funk. Okay, is it post-worthy now? Like, yes, that post-worthy that? shit. I saw this, yeah. I saw this video and they were like, remember when Instagram was all about like posting your popsicles and shit and now it's like a completely yes. different ball game? Literally, it's like a mo- like models everywhere. But mm-hmm. they all look the same too. Yeah, they do. They do. That's true. And then you feel like you can't post a regular picture. Mm-hmm. You feel like it has to be like from a photo shoot. Girl, yes, I just posted my for photo it to shoot fit in. yesterday. For it to fit in. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I used to do that. That reminds me of something. I used to like get dressed up and then just take pictures. Really? Take How cute. Yeah, but now I don't do that. See, I never, I never, for me, I never saw the purpose in that because I'm going to want to go outside. Someone will have to see me. Like on Saturday after my photo shoot, I was supposed to grab drinks with a friend, but I was like, you know what? I'm not even feeling it, but I look fucking good. So I want to go outside. But but ultimately, I got to see this outfit. Right. But ultimately, I just said no, and I went to grab Thai food with my sister and my niece. And the waitress was like, oh my god, you're so beautiful. And I was like, thanks, girl. Another thing that I wrote on my list was um, music. Music helps me get out of a funk. Like I said earlier, I be twerking. (laughs) Sometimes at the same time. <laughs> no, but does anyone else do this where they'll just have a mental breakdown and then two minutes later they have an urge to dance? Yeah. Is that okay? <laughs> I'm not an not, expert. Not two minutes later, but you know what I mean. Like. Yeah. I'm not an expert, but I think that's balance. You know, it's like, damn, I feel shitty. Man, I'm going to deal with it, process it. And then you look in the mirror like, oh, but look at me. You know? Well, you you know something toxic I do? What? With music. When I'm sad, I put on, like, just sad songs to make me more sad. Why do people do that? I've never understood that. I really don't know. I don't know if it's to get all the emotions out. Mm-hmm. Or maybe find a song that relates to whatever you're feeling. Yeah. And cope that way. But it's funny if you just have your your phone on, sh- like, your music on shuffle. And you're listening to a sad song. And all of a sudden, like, <laughs> City Girls comes up. Oh, my gosh. Yep. It's time for the twerkulator. It's time for the twerkulator. <laughs> wow, that's really good, though. I think that's a really good tactic. Because I think your way of doing it is a little more healthier than mine. Not that much, bitch, but just a little more healthier. <laughs> like, don't get too. Because <laughs> when I was in high school and I would be sad, I would put on 
hip-hop and gangster rap and literally be mad instead of sad you know because you know sadness was looked at as a weakness or whatever and so i would rather be mad and um yeah all that shit came bubbling to the surface so no in middle school i was still in my feeling well i what maybe i began being in my feelings there Oh my gosh. I loved him. You forgot to call me on your birthday. That was my favorite song. (laughs) (laughs) What, like, do you have any advice for our listeners? Like, one thing you've learned about getting out of this or getting out of that mood that really really works that for me right now in this moment I would say what really works for me is getting outside going for a walk bringing a blanket and just sitting in the park because like Mm -hmm. I go to I go to Silver Lake so there's like a reservoir and there's a meadow and like I'll just pull my blanket out and sit there and sometimes there will be hummingbirds and whatnot so getting grounded in gratitude I feel like is the best thing for me it's just hard when it comes in waves you know what I mean like the funk comes in waves because then I might do that feel better and then in my car I like break down and cry and then I get home and I feel better and then in the shower I cry a little bit more so it's hard to give like a clear-cut answer but I think the first is to like truly feel your emotions and why you're in a funk some days it's like I just woke up on the wrong side of the bed other days it's like damn I got hella shit going on yeah but yeah I would say just go outside preferably by yourself because sometimes trying to bring other people in the mix they just throw the vibe off and you're like why the fuck did i invite you (laughs) or when you need comfort from from them but it turns into you comforting them yeah yeah or like for me it's like i'm here trying to take a break trying to give my energy some rest and you're depleting me and you're requiring too much energy for me yes um so yeah what about you what advice do you have i guess something that has been working for me lately has been basically like talking to myself Mm. talking to myself through it i do it while i'm driving Mm -hmm. sometimes i'll put the music down now i know i I sound crazy, but I'll just talk to myself and I'll ask myself questions. I'll be like, am I still, if it's something specific that I'm upset about that's put me into this funk, I'll be like, will I still be upset about this like tomorrow or next week? Or is it, is it big enough for me to dwell on? Yeah. That and, and, or I'll ask myself, what is this teaching me? what am I supposed to learn from this because I'm in this I I feel this energy for some reason but what can I learn from it and that usually helps me a lot too and sometimes I don't even know the answer but I'll just you know I'll do repetition I'll ask myself throughout the day or throughout the week until 
eventually the answer comes to you naturally and yeah that is awesome yeah i think definitely with the pandemic i've learned the value of having conversations with myself too and so sometimes like i'll think of like a cool little bar and i'll just whip out my voice memos and sometimes they'll turn into a poem and other times it's just me talking to myself and like talking through my emotions you know because I think growing up we always looked externally for advice and validation and stuff like that and as we get older we realize like I trust myself the most and I need to really Mm -hmm. reflect and ask my own self bitch what do you want are you good like what what should we do now so yeah before I used to call my best friend all the time and like be on the phone with her and now I'm just like I see my independence like girl I'm gonna just gather my own thoughts and then we can collaborate later because this is a lot yes I was just gonna say that I was like (laughs) I was just like texting you about some shit the other day for like an hour (laughs) (laughs) but that's different because I feel like even prior to you reaching out to me and letting letting me know what happened you ran through that yourself and you reflected and you Mm -hmm. and then you sought out external opinions and advice Mm -hmm. yeah like yeah you should always go to yourself first and then if you still feel confused maybe you can ask a friend or family member um but ultimately even after that conversation, you're still going to do what you what you really want to do. Yeah. And it might not even be what's right, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's true. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It's been fun reflecting on the things we do to get out of funks, healthy and unhealthy, you know. But we appreciate you guys listening Please leave a rating and a review on Apple or Spotify if you guys have time. We'd greatly appreciate it. But thanks for tuning in. Bye.